delivering an excellent experience is really important. Huge demands on that space for those hourly, high volume types of roles. So no shortage of challenges there. So I definitely understand that. Hello, and welcome to the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dull, And on this show, we interview today's industry leaders in talent acquisition to discuss challenges, best practices, and what the future holds. If you are working in talent acquisition and have always wanted to sit down with your peers at other companies to exchange ideas and learn, well, this show is the next best thing. Join us each week as we bring you a new expert interview and extract their expertise. This episode is brought to you by SageMark HR. Transform your recruiting practices with leading-edge technology. Selecting the right recruiting solutions to enable your strategy is one of the biggest challenges leaders face today. You know technology will help, but searching all the options to find out what will work best for your specific needs can be both overwhelming and time-consuming. At SageMark HR, we make selecting the right recruiting technology easy. Our proven process has helped companies such as 3M, Comcast, Stryker, Walgreens, and many more. Reach out to us at SageMark HR for a free consultation to learn how we can help you improve results with less stress and confidently change from reacting to leading. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dull. Today, I have a fun conversation with Keith Fryant. Keith is the Director of Talent Acquisition with Comcast Business. So Keith, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Ryan. I'm very excited for this conversation. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. So let's start out. And if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit around your background, how you got started in talent acquisition or recruiting, some of the roles that you've held leading up to Comcast. Absolutely. I'm sure you've probably heard this story before. I didn't graduate college thinking I was going to become a recruiter and get into talent acquisition. I started in sales. So I did 1099 sales. I liked sales in some aspects, but realized it wasn't going to be a career for me. I had introduction to an agency, which kind of blended agency recruiting, full desk, and realized I liked the human HR side of it, but not as much the B2B side. So that's when I eventually got my first opportunity at Comcast. I started there as a sourcer and then a recruiter and worked my way up. I've been there for about eight years. That's great. So if you wouldn't mind, share a little bit about the scope of your role today at Comcast Business, a little bit about maybe the size of the team, types of roles, size of the business unit, some of those types of things. Sure. Absolutely. Comcast overall is about $120 billion company. So we're about a fortune. I think we cracked a fortune 30, but Comcast business, the B2B side is about a $10 billion business within that larger conglomerate. We do everything that helps run that business from a hiring standpoint. So I have a team of about 21 people right now. We just onboarded our newest recruiter last week. So we are at 21 and we do about a thousand hires a year for that business. Great. That sounds good. So let's talk a little bit about some of the initiatives. Walk me through a little bit around what the team like and the situation like when you joined. What are some things that you've done to drive improvement over the last few years? I first was brought on, and this was about five, almost six years ago. Comcast business was at that point about a five and a half, six billion dollar business. And we outsourced a lot of our recruiting. I was brought on to lead an RPO that was really owning a lot of our hiring. So it was a much different landscape than what we have today. So they did a lot of our frontline, a lot of our high volume, kind of those rinse and repeat type of jobs. 
So really it was to come and manage that type of relationship with that vendor. We found and we realized that the B2B space was such a big lucrative opportunity for Comcast that we need to scale. And it just wasn't cost effective to do it with an RPO, just clear the margins and just the markups on and having to pay for those hires. So we actually started to bring it in-house. And that's really where the transformation happened, where we brought a lot of that recruiting, actually all of it in-house. So now we have a full team of recruiters that are full-time employees with Comcast. And that's why the team grew from about, when I first started, probably three full-time employees and a bunch of vendors and contractors to now 21 that we have in-house at Comcast. Okay. What were some of the biggest challenges for that transformation of moving from an RPO type of delivery model to an internal delivery model? What are some of the biggest challenges that you faced? So the biggest thing is just getting the funding and getting the approval for the headcount internally. Why Comcast is always a great buy from a stock option and we're very stable. We always have pretty strong earnings and a great balance sheet is they're more financially conservative. So just to show not only the ability to save money, but why we needed such a large team internally, because we do go through with the B2B side, some ebbs and flows in hiring. So just to show that there's that enough work over a year to warrant bringing all that work internally was probably the biggest thing. And then also just working very closely with the business and finance to show like we do plan to grow exponentially. So if we continue to go in the kind of outsource model, how much more it's going to cost them to continue to scale the way they want to. It wasn't a very hard once we kind of put pen to paper and showed them probably millions of dollars they were going to save. It wasn't that hard of an ask, but it, it was a big mind shift. Sure. It's a mind shift change for sure. And with the delivery model and service expectations and how it works and to have them as instead of a variable resource like RPO to have that on the book, so to speak, is definitely a different way to look at it. Okay, great. Let's talk a little bit about some of the things that you're leading today. So what are some of the improvement initiatives or key initiatives that you and your team are going through currently? Yeah, great question. So we look at we're not the only company that does this. It's just how do we create a great experience from both the candidate side of it through interviewing, onboarding, and then the life cycle of the employee? Because there are pockets, while I know that the hiring landscape has slowed down a little bit, we have a lot of still very much in-demand type of hiring we do. And we're really focused on the candidate experience. And it stems from just Comcast core of creating great customer experience. So some initiatives that we're doing is just, we actually are able to measure our candidates just experience through a simple survey. It's the MPS. So it's something that we also do for our customers. How likely are you to refer Comcast as a customer or someone to work for on a scale of one to 10? So we're able to capture feedback on anyone that gets an interview all the way through to hire on their experience. We take that tangible data and really be able to create change, whether it's consolidating the interview timeline, whether it's making sure people get timely feedback or whatever it might be, we get really raw data. And why that's so important is that if you hire someone, they really look at their kind of employment starting during the interview experience. And so it really does amplify and help with their retention down the road. So that's just one thing. The reason why we're doing that is that We do a lot of frontline hiring, and this is another big initiative that we're focused on. If you read a lot of the 2023 trends, is that the demand for that frontline type of labor is going to continue to be very high. So we really need to continue to be very creative on how we attract and engage that talent. 
we at Comcast have actually asked all of our employees to come back to the office in a hybrid model where other companies with similar roles have kept their employees, their frontline customer facing tech support people remotely. So we're already kind of at a disadvantage on how do we attract that talent. It's so critical that once we actually get them in the process, we create a great experience, great onboarding, and we're able to retain them because they're just not as prevalent as it was pre-COVID when everyone was on the same playing field. Now you got people that have fully remote jobs that are a lot more appealing to that hourly employee. Yeah, those are definitely big challenges. We do a lot of work with organizations that do high volume frontline recruiting. And as you talked about it, you've got a unique situation that, that a lot of people do in that space where candidates are customers, right? Or candidates yep. are potential customers in that space. And so delivering an excellent experience is really important huge demands on that space for those hourly high volume types of roles. No shortage of challenges there. So I definitely understand that. Great. What are some things that you're looking forward to and how are you looking at the future of either recruiting as a whole? What are some trends that you're really interested in or some things that you're looking at from a vision perspective for your team in the future at Comcast? Yeah, we actually just had this a great conversation with our HR partners who we're clearly very close to. There's a great report out by Corn Ferry, actually. It's the seven trends that will shape talent in 2023. A couple of them are the continuous demand for that frontline talent. But one thing we're really focused on is the continued long-term relationship between talent acquisition and talent management. It's why waste a good hire type of idea. And so not only do you want to attract great talent, which we're very fortunate to be able to do, I think we're a great employee to work for, employer to work for. But then once you bring them in the door, what's the plan for them? How do you grow, retain, and develop them? And that's really why it's so important to have that synergy between talent acquisition and talent management. And it helps us tell that full story. We're very fortunate to do over 50% of our hires internally. So it's really understanding our internal talent marketplace, the shifts in business demand. On the residential side, you do have some cord cutting. So like, what's the next big thing? How do we make sure we're keeping our talent growing from a skills perspective? And how do we keep them engaged by moving? And that's another big trend. It's the moving around the organization that keeps people really engaged with an employer. And that's another thing that I think we're going to continue to focus on. Okay, that's great. Last question I'll have for you is one that I love to finish with folks that have spent some time in the talent acquisition space is what advice would you have for others, whether they're recruiters or talent leaders of other organizations? What advice would you have for them to help them be successful? Yeah. So I'm just going through year end with my team and we're doing a lot of like goals and performance reviews. I think the most important thing is to really understand the business, have that natural curiosity and have a high level of financial and business acumen. Because if you really can help the business solve the problems that are important for them, that's really where you become a valued partner. So understand how they make money, their budget implications, all that stuff, being very tied in with finance and HR and business leaders is incredibly important. And that just takes time, but also takes just that, like I said before, that natural curiosity to ask the right questions, understand the nuts and bolts of the business of how you make money and why decisions are made. 
Yeah, that's great advice. I think it's one of the most common pieces of advice that we get on the show. And it's that for a reason, right? I mean, it's really critically important because it's all about showing business value and showing value to the organization. It's not about just transactional activities anymore and just showing that you're doing things. It's about how do you deliver maximum value to the organization that you're providing a service for? So I think that's great advice. And I appreciate you sharing that. Absolutely. Yeah, Keith, I really appreciate you joining me on the show today. I think you did a nice job and looking forward to staying in touch. Thanks. I appreciate your time, Ryan. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Talent Acquisition Leaders Podcast. If something we said today resonated with you, please subscribe, rate, and download our podcast and share the episode with your network. Ready to transform your recruiting practices with leading edge technology, just like our other clients at 3M, Comcast, Stryker, and Walgreens? Then reach out at sagemarkhr.com for a free consultation.